0: sadistic penguin studios
1: presents
0: it's, it's getting drafty straf- in here
1: drafty old farm.
0: the show of drafting random nonsense
1: i choose business
0: ethics and now coming to you from his basement aka draft headquarters your host and draft master magnificent Stan. <laughs>
2: Hello, welcome to episode 37 of It's Getting Drafty in here. I am your host, Magnificent Stan, otherwise known as Brian. Today is Sunday, special Sunday episode, February 18th, 2024. Uh, and right now we are on the road to WrestleMania, so I thought we'd uh, pop in and do a little bit of wrestling here. Uh, tonight we are going to be drafting uh, what we deem as the worst gimmicks, or if, if you know non-wrestling fans don't know what that means, worst characters. Um in the history of professional wrestling. Uh, joining me today is fellow Sadistic Penguin member, Comic Punk guy. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm good. Also joining us from the Chicago sports bums, well, maybe it's Randy Macho Man Savage. Are you the cream of the crop? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's our buddy, Dougie Fresh. How you doing, Dougie? What's going on, dude? Thanks for having me. I- I'm going to steal those glasses next time I see you.
3: <laughs> yeah dude it's hard to see out of but i'm rocking them the entire episode I know. you're not gonna be able to see your list no you're just gonna, yeah. pick,
2: you're just gonna pick leap leaping lanny Papo for everything <laughs> going with my brother brother <laughs> also joining us, over baby <laughs> right Um, uh, also joining us for his uh i don't know you've been on like five six times now haven't you
0: i think this was the fifth i think yeah
2: Star guy shankster what's going on buddy
0: not too much man thanks for having me back
2: yeah yeah you you and i actually devised this initially and kind of expanded upon it um we do have categories today um initially we weren't going to do categories and just pick worst overall gimmicks but uh but it just seems too much it seems like too much fun to uh to categorize so uh just briefly go over the five categories we have uh the worst overall gimmick worst overall character um worst uh professional gimmick so um a character that's based on a profession. Example, the big boss man was a police officer. So I'm um, sorry if I ruined a pick. Uh worst Damn. gimmick that worked. So a so a terrible gimmick that for some reason the fans resonated with and it got over and it made a money. So um we also have worst gimmick match. So a match that uh, that has some special type of stipulation or or some type of you know whatever um and then finally (laughs) this is one that uh, shankster and i came up with um ed leslie gimmick for those of you that don't know who ed leslie is if you're a fan of 1980s and 90s professional wrestling he was brutus the barber beefcake um after his run with the wwf he went to wcw because he was hulk hogan's best friend basically followed him to the wcw and they just kept giving him character after character after character, and just went over and over and over again. So we'll discuss Ed Leslie a little bit tonight, and uh, and, and individually pick our favorite of the uh, the many faces of Leslie. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started. Uh, Shankster won the lottery, so let's go. Uh, let's go, Shankster. Uh, oh, and real, real quick, I'm sorry. Tony, you said love the colors. I decided because a lot, I, I feel like a lot of our characters that we're going to discuss tonight were from WCW. Those are the old school <laughs> WCW colors. So not I'm not a Lakers fan, I promise. <laughs> All right, Shakespeare. All
0: right, so mine, like you and I talked about it, but we went back and forth on it. And yep. at the time, I don't think it was, I mean, there was elements that were bad, but I think retroactively, it's probably one of the worst. And I'm going to go with uh, the Mr. McMahon gimmick.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah. Topical.
0: <laughs> just.
2: Who'd have, th- who'd have thought he'd actually be like a real monster?
0: Yeah. And <laughs> it's just like I said, more retroactively on this one. But I mean, you you know, obviously the early part of it isn't so bad. But then as it got more away from just him and Austin, it just got way worse and almost like life imitating art now. It wasn't even a gimmick for yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Man, there were, there were certain things that came out over the years that he wanted to implement into his character as well. And uh, um, I'll just example. Uh, he wanted to run a, a angle where his daughter got pregnant and turned out that he was the father of the child. Yeah. So uh, that's that's a really bad idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. a little wild. See, yeah, I would weird. argue I would argue that, yeah, it's a terrible gimmick, but it it. it he was probably the best hero in the history of the business.
0: Probably, yeah. It's just, you know, and like I said, I was kind of on the fence about them. It, like, it's just, you look back with just some of the shit now with, you know, this is like with Trish or with any of them and just like, it's like, damn. It's just like, it's gotten, just like you said, just kind of came full circle with it. It's like he it wasn't actually playing a character even.
2: Yeah. So- for those of you that aren't wrestling fans, just real quick, I'll briefly summarize Mr. McMahon. So Vince McMahon, owner of the WWF, uh, WWE, whatever you want to call it, um, kind of kind of just kind of went rogue over the years and became kind of like the evil mastermind of the company and was trying to um pull strings at all times and hold the leverage and and he did some pretty terrible things. Um and it and it kind of like art the art kind of uh um, with reality too. And that he was like really with women on TV and apparently. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. You
3: really got to wonder like how much of that was even a gimmick, you right. know, just, it, you just, I don't know. Or is it one of those deals where like, he just falls so much into the role that like, that's just how he starts living life. You know, <laughs> like, I mean, you hear about some of these wrestlers that just can't let it go. Like when they're off screen
2: right and just keep going with it and i don't know you're in the ro- yes. you're on the road all all year round and it does something in your fucking head man i mean and these guys don't get a break and and i'm not i'm not i'm not definitely not saying uh uh you're an apologist right not at all but you know um but yeah some man. of those guys some of those guys really i mean look at guys like uh, like remember Ken Patero was like throwing boulders through McDonald's windows because they wouldn't <laughs> give him a cheeseburger like these guys were just roided up they're full of aggression because that was their job and you know
3: Dude, I I thought there for a second you were gonna hit us like with the uh wooden bleachers in the gym yeah in the gym or whatever it's still real to me damn it still real. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought you were gonna start crying on us there for a minute <laughs> <laughs>
2: I might. I'm not there yet though. Uh, yeah, we'll get. I there. reserve the right to be to cry at some point though. Okay.
4: Fair enough. All
0: right.
2: One <laughs> when of my, when my Rick Flair. Can't get sure? through a promo without crying yeah. for like 15 years. <laughs> uh, all right, Dougie. That was a good pick, right. Shakespeare. Yeah, it was.
3: Was kind of out of left field, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Didn't really think about that. He warned us about that, too, in our our group beforehand. (laughs) He sure did. Yeah. He sure did. Um, So for my first one, um, I am going to go with uh, worst gimmick that got over. And uh, I would like to thank the lazy people that I work with who uh, didn't mail Brian his birthday gift. Because I have it right here. Oh, no. It's. Magnifico Stan as worst gimmick that got left. Lo- no, I'm just kidding. But this is really the birthday gift that I got you. It is a engraved mug with your face on it that says Mag- El Magnifico Stan on it. Oh, my Lord. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, I'll drink my Lord no. out of it just for you. There you go. <laughs> uh, gimmick that got over, in my opinion. There is nothing, nothing bigger than this. And it started off so terribly the new day, the new day started off as preachers or, you know, fathers or whatever they were going to do. And yeah. the promos were probably the worst promos leading up to, to like a, like function reveal ever. The and I thought to myself, and yeah, Oh my God, dude. I'm, I just, I kept what every time I was watching it, I'm like, there is no way this goes on for any more than a month, maybe two months. And my God, they got over, and I feel like they are the biggest get over in possibly wrestling history.
2: They're one yeah. of the best they're one of the best tag teams ever, and yeah, it did take it took a long time for for the fans to really kind of buy into it. yeah, it's, yeah. so
0: it shouldn't have worked the way like you said the way it started. Because wasn't it just Woods? It was Woods who came out, right? Who kind of was getting them started with it, wasn't it? Like,
2: no, it was. Uh,
3: it was a I, whole I, bunch of promo videos, whole bunch of promo videos, and it was
0: they were terrible. But yeah, it it shouldn't have gotten over.
1: There, there was. I remember that the the promos leading up it had started with Xavier Woods, and there was no trombone. There wasn't anything from what I remember, mm-hmm. and he was like this. Baptist preacher like gimmick with like a choir behind him. And it was like probably super offensive when it first started. And then the yeah. second promo was Big E with the handkerchief. And I was That's like, what holy I remember. shit. Yeah. And then the yeah. third one started with Kofi Kingston moonwalking onto the stage. And I was like, this is nuts. But if it wasn't for like Xavier Woods saying that, like, I can get people to boo Kofi Kingston if you let me run with this still. And yeah. they let him do it. And it turned into what it is now. You know.
2: Yeah, no, it, it got it got huge, man. They were that. What do they do? They still have the record for long longest run. Didn't
0: the Usos beat it or no?
2: Did the Usos beat? I don't remember. I, I
3: think the Usos did. Yeah. eventually beat it. But I mean, just from a standpoint of something that should have like absolutely fell on its face, easily,
0: easily won one for me. Yeah, because then you got what two Pretty world drank. champions. I didn't even think about it. Two world champions out of it. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. And hopefully, yeah. Biggie. Hopefully, Biggie will be back at some point. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Let's see what happens with that. But even if he doesn't, he's that guy is useful as hell. They can do something with him, you know. It was great he could, at the press conference oh,
1: yeah. at WrestleMania. You yeah, know?
2: yeah, he's a great oh, yeah. dude. I don't know if you've ever read the the stuff about when when uh, when Brody was dying, like him and him and Cody like dropped their lives and like stayed with with Brody's kid for days on end, taking mm-hmm. care of him. You know, distracting him from what's going on around him as Brody passed mm-hmm. away. Um, but yeah, just a tremendous dude. Tremendous. All of them are, are great. Xavier is such a freaking nerd. I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He was, he was kind of instrumental in starting that whole like everybody has a Twitch channel and, you know, he, yeah, he was up, doing up, down, that before. any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Up, up, down, down. All right, that's that's a fantastic pick, Dougie. Good job, man. Thank you, thank you.
1: CPG. Uh, I'll start with the worst uh, gimmick match, and oh. I will yeah. say Brawl for All is the dumbest, stupidest fucking idea that anyone's <laughs> ever had. And uh, Vince Russo can oh, go God. fuck himself for putting that whole thing together. <laughs> well done to, poor, yeah. poor, poor Steve Williams and poor. Uh, oh. uh, Bart Gunn and anybody, oh, all of them, Gunn. yeah, had to go through any of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah isn't it? but it was all done to uh, was it JBL? Yep, right? It was
2: after because JBL. No, yeah. the whole, yeah, the whole thing was to get was for was, Dr. Death, yeah, to get yeah. Dr. Death over because they, they didn't think anybody had a chance of beating Dr. Death. And then it's like Dr. Death's like, I'm not a fucking boxer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they were expecting people to shoot more. But they're wearing fucking boxing gloves. Like the whole thing was. Right. For so for those that don't don't know what this is, they the WWF in what was it? Probably ninety eight something like that. Ninety
3: seven. Uh, it was ninety eight. Yeah.
2: Ninety eight. They they tried to show the the fans how tough these guys were by have by staging legitimate fights. And yeah. Bart Gunn, who had the best right cross ever, just knocked mm-hmm. everybody out. And then they and then they and then to. To punish him for beating the guys that they were trying to get over by doing this there. They had him go up against Butterbean at WrestleMania, and that was the yeah. most that was the most disturbing boxing <laughs> like, man. It's like watching Johnny Knoxville get po- get oh, pounded yeah. in the JC Penny. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much that. No, it, you know?
3: it was disturbing. The the weird part was is uh like as a kid, so like back in those times or whatever, I collected the action figures a lot and mm. uh you can tell like just by the lines that were coming out dr death was supposed to be like a major major player because all of a sudden all these action figures which action figures back in the day they would they would take like better parts of you know 3 months 4 months 6 months to to come across and uh all of a sudden these dr death these dr death figures start coming out and you're like he just got knocked out. What do you, what do I care about him? You know, like he's, he's a nobody now, you know? And it was like, every time you would go to like Toys R Us, KB Toys, shout out KB Toys, RIP. Um, yeah. They used to always dude, have the, you, the discount bin, uh, like three, three, yeah, three dude, dollar figures. Oh yeah. I remember yeah, that shit. Yeah. yeah. So that's all, that's all it was, dude. We were calling it, me and my buddies were calling the Dr. Death Bin. Cause that's all it was in there was Dr. Death stuff. It was brutal.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they, they they only did it once. They never did it again. Um, there's an episode of Beyond the uh Dark Dark Side of the What is it? Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah, yeah. Dark, Dark, um, Dark, Dark, Dark. There's an episode of Dark Side of the Ring that's really good. It's all about this and how fucking stupid the whole thing was. So. Vince Russo, man, I fucking hate that, I hate that guy. <laughs> I... see the thing with Vince Russo, WWF though, like he didn't get to do everything he wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like, like he had that like. That was the difference between him, him and WWF and WCW is like he had no filter in WCW, like WWF, like somebody higher up had to have been like, oh, that's a fucking great idea, like, like I'm thinking like like Pat Patterson's, like you did a good thing, pal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Vince Russo sucks. He just continually gets worse and worse as we go on. Vince was his filter. <laughs> That's scary thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's a <laughs> good one to have. All right. I'm gonna go worst overall gimmick with my first round pick. Um, I had a couple in the running, and mm-hmm. I I always think when I think the like the worst parts of professional wrestling, actually my two picks are gonna my next, my, my, my sandwich picks are actually gonna be related. Um when I think, I think of the dungeon of doom was the worst thing in the history of wrestling. Um, Hulk Hogan against the dungeon of doom with what, what, it, what whoever Kevin Sullivan called his father and which is like King Curtis. So it's like a wrestler from the seventies. He was also Kamala's manager for a while at some point in the eighties, but they just kept bringing in these characters over and over and over again. they, the only one that really stuck was the Giants, which was Paul White, which I mean, guy's a beast. But they kept bringing in all these guys, and then they, and then they, they, they challenged him. The Dungeon of Doom and the Four Horsemen challenged Hulk Hogan and Macho Man to the what did they call? What was the name of that match? Um, fucking a, it was a, tri- it was like the triple cage match, the like Doomsday Cage. That's what they call it, Doomsday Cage, where there were three cages, one on top of the other, and Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. Start at the top cage. They have to beat two people. Go to the next cage. Beat two people. Go to the next cage. Beat two people. Um, and one of the characters that they brought in, uh, t- the the wrestler's name was Jeep Swenson. Um, <laughs> who, if you if you don't know Great. who he is, he was actually um he played Bane, in, um, he played Bane in uh, ba- uh which yeah. one? Which one's the yeah, Batman Man and one? Bobby. Batman and Robin. So this is Batman Jeep Robin Swenson. Robin. They brought him and if you remember Zeus in, but they didn't have the rights to Zeus, so they called him Z Gangster. But this is this is Jeep <laughs> Swenson. Now, I haven't said his name yet, because it's the most offensive fucking name in the history of professional wrestling. They called this guy the Ultimate Solution. Now, any history buffs, do you know what the Ultimate Solution was? <laughs> It was the Nazis. The Nazis' yeah. plan to kill the Jews was the ultimate God. solution. So I'm going ultimate solution as my first pick, and the worst gimmick in the history of wrestling. So, again, this guy had the biggest arms I've ever seen in my life. By the way, and you, and if you yeah. watch the Batman movie, like you know, this guy's just a monster. But he couldn't move at all. He was terrible in the ring. They they built it up. That this guy was gonna kill Hulkamania, and the guy couldn't even throw a punch. Like Hulk Hogan was twice as fast as this guy, and Hulk Hogan is not fast. So yeah,
0: I see I don't really remember him from that. I remember him as Jeep Swenson from the world class days.
2: Yeah, and he used to work, he used to dress up like
0: uh Sergeant Slaughter,
2: basically. Yeah. yeah.
0: That and uh was yeah. it bulletproof? He was in that Adam Sandler and Bulletproof, he was blood so
2: remember that. Anyway, uh, to transition into my next pick, I already mentioned it, but this is the stupidest fucking match ever. What the hell is that? So they had, so there were, there's one, and then there's two cages in the middle part, and then there's a cage at the bottom, and they had to wrestle. Hulk Hogan and Macho Man had to wrestle like fifteen fucking guys. And it made absolutely no sense. There was no actual end to the match. Like somebody broke the door off of the cage and they ended up wrestling in the crowd and in the, it's, it it was just God awful. So I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go doomsday cage as my gimmick match. And they were the Alliance to end Hulkamania. That was their name. That's what it was called. (laughs) I was going to say these type
3: of matches are when you start promising talent that they're going to get a paycheck and you have to just absolutely use everybody. This these are the type of matches where they use absolutely everybody just for no fucking reason, man. Just just brutal
2: match. Just rough, and and it, they just they, they had no idea how to write. They brought Hogan in. I think they just let Hogan do whatever he wanted, and Hogan would come up with an idea, and they're like, Great idea, Hulk. Let's do it.
0: Creative control, <laughs> that's a powerful thing. Okay.
2: Whenever whenever Eric Bischoff talks about how wrestling these days don't do it right, like I think of shit like this because he was this was on his fucking call here. He was in charge <laughs> when this shit happened. So, so
0: didn't they kind of do the same thing after Ready to Rumble came out? Like a triple cage or something. Yeah, similar. but the
2: the top cage was like really small, and there was like a yeah. ladder on top or something like that. Yeah, but well, that's when David Ar- David Arquette won the championship. <laughs> yes, so the actor times. David Arquette was the world which, wrestling champion, heavyweight champion. What Was this like a
0: was this like a Starcade pay per view this was on, or like a Halloween Havoc, or what was this? On? It was
2: a it was a big pay per view. Um, I don't remember what which one it was, but yeah, just the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> oh, I got no <laughs>
1: all right comic punk guy let's go around two here uh let's go with worst uh or a gimmick that got over that shouldn't have yeah uh orange cassidy yep yeah. It's on my list. Was on my uh, Orange Cassidy is by far the most absurd thing and it's very, very, very boring at times. But man has the kind of new focus in the last uh 10 years or so on the indie scene What's up, plus girl? uh AEW and everything else really getting getting him over. I don't think a, a guy like Orange Cassidy gets over without current day like social media internet type of type of stuff because it's like literally people who don't know anything about wrestling or don't watch wrestling or like you got to see this guy, this guy wrestles with his hands in his pockets or he just falls asleep <laughs> mid match or roll. he never does anything with any sort of effort. Can't even lift his thumb for. That, a thumbs and
2: up, that's you know? the funny part. When you say, when you say without any effort, that guy puts so much fucking right. effort into rest. <laughs> that's the funny part is he, the cult character he's, he's supposed to be just like a, like a lackadaisical, like whatever guy, but that guy can move better than 99% of the talent in the world. You know?
1: Yep. Um,
2: Well, yeah, I was, that was, that's number one on my list for that, for that category. So good job on that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, he continues to get over like, oh, any, any.
1: He's carrying a a, a mid card championship around in a backpack, in a JV sport backpack or a J sport backpack, or whatever. And like this, this is a title that should be on TV that you can see, and you see it for all of five seconds because it's he has it in out of the bag and very quickly back into the bag. And that that's a way to really build prestige to keep your TV title off fucking TV. And for and for those of you that have watched
2: when CPG and I were doing playback every week for dynamite this is something him and i both bitched about every week like oh here comes a fucking backpack again <laughs> every
0: I, I don't think i saw him before he was on aew and then like with the kicks and everybody into it i'm like what the fuck is this it just like i'm like i'm like i can't leave this fucking guy's over like he's you
2: know. he sold that character even more on the indies before he got to aew he didn't he didn't really move around a whole lot like like he like he showed off his chops a lot more when he got to AEW because like if you watch his old indie stuff, like the stuff with the pockets and rolling around, like he did that ten times more. Um okay. but yeah. Tremendous, tremendous dude in the ring. Hell yeah. Man, well, I got a decision to make here. Macho man, worst overall giving. <laughs> How dare you? Snap into a sling? Mm. Did you know that that wasn't created by the Macho Man? Oh my God! You have a Slim Jim! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: See, hey, that's if you're you going to sell it, you got
2: to sell all the way, baby. That, that's <laughs>
0: how you get a gimmick over, right there.
3: Hundred
2: <laughs> <up>. percent. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Slim Jims.
3: Uh, a little pre-draft snack. Um, so I am going to go professional gimmick. Worst professional gimmick. And I am going to go with the goon. The goon, the reason why he was so bad was the fake skates that they made him wear in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> they were absolutely terrible. They were really He couldn't bad. run in them. He couldn't run in them. He couldn't do hardly anything with them. I actually went to uh, Montgomery Awards. And when I went to Montgomery Wards to, like, his autograph signing, he actually wore those. And you wouldn't believe how terrible they are to, work, uh, to walk in. I mean, they were unevenly shaped at the bottom to try and replicate skates. And how this dude didn't, like, twist his ankle or, you know, blow out a knee or something like that is beyond me. But by far, in my opinion, worst professional gimmick because of just the attire
2: alone. Well, and he was a great, and he was actually a very, very good professional wrestler for many, many years is wild. Bill Irwin. Right. Um world class, WCW, right? world class. He was, he went to, yeah. he, he was, he was Stan Hansen's partner in Japan for a long time. Like just, just a good guy in the ring. And then they, they bring him in and give him this. It's yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's one it, of my favorite. Really I, working. I, so I started collecting wrestling figures a few years ago. And that's okay. one. That's one. I. That's one of my favorite ones that I have. I have the goon. <laughs> so hell yeah! Shout out, shout I, out to Mattel because they because they take these really random yeah. characters and they still release figures with them. So
3: yeah, I, but I beg anybody that hasn't heard of the goon, go watch and how difficult it was for this dude just to run in the ring and everything like that. Yeah. I I beg you, just go go on YouTube and check it out.
2: Back in my photographer days, I used to see people running around because I used to work a lot of ice rinks, um, a lot of figure skating shows and stuff like that. And like watching these people run around with the ice with the the blade guards on, like I don't know how the yeah. hell they, like like just skating. Period to me is like almost impossible. But like watching them put these little plastic or rubber things on their skates and then run around in them, and it's like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a good one. Definitely was on my list. Yeah, That's why the, I have a picture. <laughs> the the
0: uh, Howard Finkel entrance for him, you know, dragging it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Howard
2: Finkel. You know, Howard Finkel came up with the the name WrestleMania. I believe that. I did not know that. I'm yeah, sure. Vince Vince had another idea. I can't remember what it was called, but it was terrible. And he and Howard Finkel. I was like, why don't we just call it WrestleMania? And they're like, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Probably never saw a dime of that money then either. I'm sure. Okay.
2: Rest, rest yeah. in peace, Howard Finkel. All right, um, uh, Shankster, what do you got? You got two here. All
0: right, I'm going to go match. We're going to go back to one of, uh, I think this was a Vince Russo idea. Um, the Judy Bagwell on a pole match. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. <laughs> if, you, if you ever want to know why wcw had to sell this is you know
2: in the the days with uh we we have to explain this to people that don't know yeah <laughs> we definitely have to <laughs>
0: yeah it was, it was uh was it it was rick steiner and, and buff right yeah. if i remember right but uh, the wrestling house had a, a pole like a coal miner's glove, a flag match. So I mean, you got to climb up the, to the top rope, grab it
2: off. Yeah. Chain yeah. on a pole. Yeah. all kinds yeah. of. Like Usually it was a weapon that was on yeah, the top of the pole. Could, or it, or if use... it was a flag match, they'd put a flag yeah. on. And you have to get your opponent's flag. Yeah. yeah. So
0: you couldn't put a person on a pole. So they brought it down right. on a fork strap to a forklift <laughs> raised up. <laughs> and, so bad. You know, to. Uh... And,
2: and just to explain, Judy Bagwell is like the 70 year old. Mom of Buff Bagwell. She had no wrestling background. She was just some. She's just some old lady. Like that's all she was. Like some some yeah. old like hillbilly woman from from, from, from I think it's Alabama or Georgia. Whatever. Georgia. Um, yeah, and I
0: think she got into it because when Buff hurt his neck, and then you know she was wheeling him out in the wheelchair, and you know, yeah.
2: So yeah, they put her on a. put her on a. Pole. Well, they put her on a forklift. <laughs> They had That's a couple awful. of whole matches in that era. Remember on Oak, remember Oklahoma, which was Ed Ferrara okay. did, did a yeah. Jim Ross horrible Jim Ross impersonation. Yeah, I had to explain that one to Brandy the other day, and she's like, "What? They were making fun of his disability?" Oh yeah, oh
0: yeah. Watch uh, something funny though. Go watch Steve Williams, Doctor Death, come to the ring and start German suplex in Oklahoma and just brutal.
2: Well, it, and the. <laughs> So Dr. Death didn't want to do it because they were bringing him in specifically to be Oklahoma's sidekick. Oh, Dr. Death was one of Jim Ross's best friends from Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he called Jim Ross and Jim's like, yeah, go ahead and do it, man. Make get your money, man. Like, Fuck it. I don't care. That shit's great. Oh, shit. But yeah, they, so with with uh, with Oklahoma, they had pinata. They had a pinata match remember? they had a pinata on a pole. <laughs> As if that wasn't racist when you have Juventud Guerrera trying to get a piñata on a pole. And keep in Ugh. mind, this is like the early 2000s. This wasn't like 1982. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is 20 years ago. They did You weren't supposed to do shit like that. <laughs> fucking fucking <laughs> should wrestling. should have known better. <laughs> right, exactly. All right,
1: Shankster.
0: All right. I'm going to go with the worst gimmick that worked. We were talking about this before we came on about it's all about commitment of the person mm-hmm. to the gimmick. And I don't know if anybody else could have gotten it over the way he did, but Goldust.
2: Yep. Uh, yeah. God, Goldust yeah, and Orange Cassidy one. were my one and two.
0: It's just his commitment through 20, almost 20 years of that and the changes, you know, when they're, when they kind of changed it. And I mean, basically his direction was when Vince called him was this, he's androgynous. And Dustin's just like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. And then he went and looked up what androgynous meant. And then he's like, oh, but 100% committed to that gimmick for the life of it and yep. got it over to where, you know, just still to this day could come out. You could hear that music and it'd get a pop. Mm-hmm.
2: It, yeah, he and he was he was he was good on both ends. He was a good heel and a good face. You know, he did he did really well with that gimmick. He didn't do as well with Seven. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, uh. this just killed killed the character in its debut by
0: just
2: yeah. in the debut, he ripped the mask off. He goes, "This ain't me." Like what the.
0: <laughs> but, you, know, in, in, you know, he had the you know it evolved from you know what he was with Luna and it changed to the you know with uh was it the women's lingerie he had on or then you know the he's coming you know and like you ever thought it was a religious gimmick you know and it was just a return of gold so it, the character evolved over the years and he kept it you know I mean
1: still basically the same but it, it had layers to it so yeah Dude, do you remember him uh he got electrocuted and then he had a stutter
4: with Booker and, T right yeah
1: and it was yeah and it was I think it was uh Tori Tori Wilson or someone had done Playboy and he's sitting there with the Playboy open and like Booker T takes it away from him. He's like, what are you doing with that? He's just like Yeah there, There's a oh.
4: there's a
2: segment where he's standing on the toilet. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> I think they so, open up did. the they open up the toilet. I think it's Booker T actually. He opens up the stall for the toilet and he's standing on the toilet seat in his bare feet. Oh my god! and he slips and both of his feet go in the toilet water and he's oh. like oh god and then he like got out and he started walking around and you're like
1: oh <laughs> <And> <laughs> what the fuck dressed as benjamin franklin or darth <laughs> vader every other week
0: <laughs> in the pocket i think it was when he had been electrocuted when he was like in the ring with triple h talking about the cockles we couldn't have just said cock like four times before he got it out <laughs> 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 it's so good. Oh,
3: shit. All right, Dougie. <sighs> Alright. So I'm going to go with my uh worst ed gimmick. Uh and this one, this one I was kind of really man, I was throwing it up between two of them, but I have to go with uh running man. Um it's basically just him running into matches with like a full size cheese grater on his chest for no reason. And he only did it he for sold... like a month, right? Like, yeah, it, nothing it was served... ever on TV, no, even. That's what I'm saying. It didn't yeah. even, it didn't serve any purpose at all. Yeah. Like, there was no explanation for anything. And then, like, as fast as he came in, it was as fast as he went out, and
2: it was just done. It was, he would just run in the middle of the match, beat, beat the shit out of someone, and leave. That was it. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I, I, mean, David I forgot it existed until I right, watched one of those. Right. I was watching a YouTube video of, like, the top 100 gimmicks or whatever, worst gimmicks, and, uh, and yeah, they started talking about that one. I was like, what the
4: hell?
3: Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you got to check it out, man. I mean, it's just like a it's like a giant I, – I don't even – maybe I'm wrong, let but it's hey, just like a get, giant let me, cheese
1: grater. Let me see if I can get a – I think it was the same thing he had on his chest when he was another, like, a um, – it was when he, it was after he had the real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Or I thought that was the Mariner or Mar- Mariner or whatever, because that mm-hmm. was after he had that terrible accident and they didn't know whether or not his face could take the the punishment of like pro wrestling. Right. He's in a really cool. heavy like mask and no one even knew it was it was him.
0: Was it yeah. WWF? Yeah, he, it was. Really? Yeah, it I was right.
1: Happened. It was it was right after he.
2: It was right after he healed from the parasailing thing. It was like before. Hogan came back and he teamed with Hogan at what WrestleMania 9? nine?
4: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um so it was it was in between that. It was between Barber and WrestleMania nine. Um but yeah, what I mean, what exactly is this on his fucking like, <laughs> what what what, like what is it?
3: I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like copper piping or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: Is that like I rope? guarantee you... like rope? It's like rope I, through I like know. like I, a grill grate.
3: <laughs> dude, here's the thing. If you went down to the mag mile right now, I bet you you could find something like that for about two grand. You know, like some woman is wearing that, like <laughs> definitely one hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent designer purse nowadays, dude.
2: I wasn't expecting running man it gives us more options for Ed Leslie, like yeah. yeah, job bring
0: that one up, yeah. Yeah.
2: I wanted to go obscure, a little bit yeah, obscure. That was that's
0: very obscure. That's like, I mean, has there ever been a worse, I guess, for lack of a better word, nepotism guy in higher and wrestling than Brutus that lasted as long as he did because who was
2: who he's best friends with? That would have been a good category. I, I really liked him growing up as Brutus Beefcake before he became the barber. Like, he was a good heel. Like, he, yeah, ba- he basically was a stripper. Like, that's pretty much yeah. what
1: he was. Oh, man. Oh, Jack's drunk. a <laughs> boy. All right. CPG. Uh, I think for uh, Ed Leslie gimmicks, I'm going to go with like the absolute untapped potential you could have had with the disciple mm. because it's so bad. They bring him in as Hulk Hogan's disciple. He's dressing yeah. like Hogan. He's tanned like Hogan. He's got the beard. He's got everything. And Ed Leslie, is, Ed Leslie is probably in the best shape of his life during that yep. point, And they did nothing with him at all. Yeah. And they couldn't just, and it was it was so blatantly like, it's the only time in his career, say for any time he's wearing a mask or maybe like, uh, whatever, anything else he did, did to cover his face, like the face paint or whatever, where this was the one time where like you couldn't tell it was him because yeah, he you couldn't could, that good all. a he'd, shape.
0: He'd slim down. Slimmed. I mean, he got yeah. cut, but he slimmed down. Yeah,
2: I watched uh, yeah. I watched a shoot interview with Greg DeHammer and Valentine. By the way, those are hilarious. He like he does not hold back. Like he's he's pretty, no he's pretty, yeah, he's pretty real. Um, but he was talking about because he lives like down the street from Brutus, and they've been best friends or not best friends, but really really good friends since uh they were a tag team in the eighties, you know. Um, and he said that Beefcake lost like seventy five pounds to play the disciple. Like he was under two hundred pounds when he was the disciple.
1: Damn.
2: So. And for those yeah, of you I that, didn't even know, I
3: didn't even recognize him, man. I didn't even I didn't know either. it was him. Like, him until, is, like, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. You lost a lot you of didn't weight. You the the NWO. That, that, You're just like, who yeah. is
0: that? She always had the sunglasses yeah. and like the, the headband. Yeah,
1: because yeah. like the, yeah. Yeah. when he takes the glass off, the eyes give it away. But everything about that, that yeah. the absolutely. You know, yeah. it's, is, it's it's the like, it's definitely the long hair and the beard. Like I've I've been
2: trying to do that myself, so I don't want to be noticeable making that up
3: what's that drop 75 pounds
2: oh i could do that
3: i'm trying i'm trying but these damn slim jims are so
2: tasty (laughs) there we go sorry that was tim all right that was a good one disciples disciple was my number one for ed leslie um all right i'm gonna go Worst professional gimmick, and I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about this guy because he's a total fucking scumbag, okay. but worst professional gimmick of all time, for sure, <laughs> Isaac Yankum, DDS. Um,
0: Dr. I. Yankum.
2: Yeah, I yep. one of the 19 things they did with uh, with Glenn Jacobs, uh, who yep. ended up being Kane, for those of you that don't know that. Um
0: that's not even his worst
2: gimmick though. I don't know if that's Well, are we talking about are we talking about the Christmas tree one? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Better, you, it, was, it was that in that
2: one? Yeah, he was Unibomb. Yeah. He was also yeah. fake Diesel. Yeah. fake Diesel <laughs> and was pretty bad. In WCW, he was bruiser mastino. <laughs> <laughs> he had he had some pretty bad ones. We could have we could have done yeah, Unibomb, that's what. Um and, and then and then for those of you that don't know in I think it was Christmas in, creature. Yeah, Christmas creature was in Memphis, I think. Yeah, Memf- yeah. He he basically dressed in a costume as a Christmas tree. <laughs> He's a giant, yeah. giant fucking Christmas tree. So, um, I'm gonna actually pull that one up. Yeah. You kind of people yeah, are like, I, oh, I gotta <laughs> see that, you know.
3: Dude, I think the whole costume was like seven bucks. Like it, it's pretty terrible.
2: It's really bad. So there's the Christmas creature. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So they like the candy cane, like candy cane <laughs> arms, and then the garland. And uh... God bless wrestling. The, the, God, the WWE was on a tag
0: team with, with him and uh, Xanta Claus. Z-
2: Xanta Claus, which was uh, <laughs> I
0: the tag team for that. Was...
2: Yeah, that Brandy. Yeah, Brandy's right. We watched it. We watched something the other day. His mom actually made the costume. (laughs) Thank you,
3: Brandy. Couldn't Um, tell. Couldn't tell.
2: All right, I'm gonna pick gimmick that worked. Here's here's the uh, here's the rub. Here, Uh this is the one I mentioned in the pre-show that I wasn't gonna pick, but you guys, I wanted Gold Dust and I wanted Orange Cassidy, and you guys took it. I'm gonna go. In 1990, a gentleman named Mark Calloway uh, was signed by the WWE and uh, they gave him a character as a uh, as an undertaker. Think about think about the time and think about the character. That shit shouldn't have worked, but the guy was so fucking talented and he had the right people around him and he got 30 years out of a character as a literal dead person. So, I'm going to go gimmick that worked, The Undertaker.
4: Shit.
1: You guys are just got me thinking tonight. Yeah, it's good.
0: I didn't, I wish I would have put that one in there, but you're right. Like I said, it's just his commitment. Completely And, and,
2: and I didn't even think about it until I, I looked up. I was just researching and kind of dicking around on the internet, and I, I wrote, I typed in you know, gimmicks that bad gimmicks that worked or, or fail, you know, terrible gimmicks that work. And he's on every list. And I'm like, and I started to think about it. I'm like, that really is a terrible idea. Like absolutely awful. And and you know, what's funny is the original idea for for him when he came in and we talked about this in pre-show, instead of the gobbledygooker and the big egg, it was supposed to be him and he was supposed to be the egg man.
1: So
2: um I don't know how they would have presented that one but that would have been awful.
1: Here we are the Eggman going what 22 and 0 at WrestleMania. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly.
2: They could have come out to the, the unbreakable Eggman. They, they could have come out to the Beastie Boys song. <laughs> unbreakable. With the baseline boom
4: boom boom.
0: We need to pull up a picture of Big Vis for uh Mailman Jack so we can see what he looked like in the pajamas. He was asking Which, there, Jack Mailman was asking if there was a wrestler who wore pajamas. You gotta get the, the big vis in the pajamas.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Vistro was in the satin the satin pajamas. Yeah. Yeah, Big Daddy V. I forgot about
2: that one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it basically looks like he's wearing a fucking trash bag. <laughs> dude, I'm saying the amount of fabric, dude. Uh, most dangerous wrestler ever, right there, man. Yep, Undertaker almost lost his eye because of him.
0: Yeah, yeah, for all the shit they put up, The Undertaker against, yeah, Bundy did the same thing to
2: Hogan. I mean, Hogan always bitched that he that he like literally had double. And Hogan, I mean, you know, Hogan always lies, but you know, (laughs) um, Hogan always said that King Kong Bundy almost. Almost uh, he almost lost his vision from King Kong Bundy kicking him in the head because Bundy didn't Bundy was blind pretty much when he was out there in the ring. He didn't wear contacts and whenever he kicked somebody, he didn't know his depth perception was all messed up.
3: Well, that's that's actually what happened to Shawn Michaels, right? That's how Mm -hmm. he got his lazy eye. Yeah, it was a headshot. Yep. Yeah.
2: Kurt I can't remember who did that to him. Yeah, I was, I was gonna Angle. say I can't remember who did that. Okay. And he and he doesn't blame anybody. He's like, it it shit happens. Like, whatever. Yeah, you know. Nineteen
0: ninety eight, Shawn Michaels would have blamed somebody.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, he would have said it was nineteen soldiers that beat him up. True. <laughs> I thought he would just blame Bret Hart. He lost <laughs> his smile that day too. So he did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shit. CPG. All right, so yeah, the worst um, profession gimmick. Uh, I mean, like, there's so many of those, uh, mm-hmm. and there's it's very, very hard to pick a professional like a, like a profession gimmick like that's bad because there's so there's so many of them. But I I think between hey buddy let's not do that. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: as yeah, as very much as he wants me to. Do, uh, is like Nails it's most useless it's a it, like not only is the gimmick bad but the gimmick is in response to an even like worse gimmick if not as bad gimmick Nails was an escaped inmate from the uh jail that the Big Boss Man worked at and he had made his way to the WWF to take out the Big Boss Man and it was so stupid and <laughs> and even after the confrontation between Nails and the big boss man, he still stuck around, which didn't make any sense because he was only there to do one thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they, yeah the young he choked Vince in a meeting.
1: He did. He did. But, but hey, now that you think about
2: it, he, he always said that Vince tried to, um, assault, like, sexually assault him. Maybe it happened.
1: Did Jesus. You, did you, you don't know it?
2: anymore with this motherfucker.
1: Yeah. You know. <laughs> getting on heads. And... Um, yeah, he it was right, all sure. about yeah, money. yeah.
2: I watched it. I watched a shoot interview with, um, uh, Smash, um, Barry Darson, and they're yeah, like yeah. really good friends. He's like, he's like, Nails is one of the nicest guys in the world. If you don't fuck with his money, you fuck with his money, and he's gonna kill you, like straight. Huh? Like, and he's like, and he's apparently like a legit like, that guy can fucking kill you. Did you
0: ever so, see his gimmick before when he was in AWA? Yeah. The uh, was it Kevin? Was it Mister Magnificent? Like Kevin, Cal- or Kevin
2: Kelly, yeah. Kevin
0: Kelly, yeah. Which never is funny because Kevin a Kelly is,
2: a, is an announcer now. Yeah.
0: I mean, but you look at Nails, you would never have thought that was the same
2: guy from AWA. Right. And he ran and he ran that gimmick. They gave him the gimmick to use on the indies and everything. And I, up until a handful of years ago, he was still showing up at fucking indie shows wearing a jumpsuit from prison. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. Being in prison is a profession. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like it. I like it. They that always, they good. always like crime and punishment type of gimmicks and stuff. Because they had, they had the big boss man. The they mountain. had Yeah, the mount. I'm sorry if I'm ruining your your next pick. No, no it um, wasn't. Here. You know, like, like yeah, the big boss man got over. Why don't we do that with a Canadian? <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: <Okay. laughs> he was the intercontinental champion. Yeah. I remember (sighs) screaming, one of my screaming moments watching wrestling when Piper beat him for the Intercontinental title.
0: Royal Rumble,
2: 92. Yeah. And then Brett beat him at Mania. All right, Dougie. All right.
3: I'm going back on the uh, obscure. So I'm going for uh, worst overall gimmick. Uh, Jim Neithart as a KKK member. Oh man, you, guys... you watched that video,
2: didn't you? I never
3: knew about it until last <laughs> night. Dude, no, I actually, I actually, I will tell you this. I don't, was it in the video that you sent us? Yeah. Okay. So the reason why I know about it is because there is another video and I have to dig it up. And it's all about um the hearts and all of the different terrible things, not terrible things that they've done. But, like, the terrible, like, wrestling gimmicks that they've had. Yep. And I watched this a long, long time ago. And, uh, yeah, dude. I was, that, like, it was an even indie? at that moment. Yes, it was an indie, yes. Yeah. But, dude, th- there is no moment in time where, during wrestling, where that
2: would be okay.
0: At but all. You had the whole get up.
2: Yeah, well, he came out to the yeah, he came out to the ring with the with the the yeah, and then he took it off, and him and another guy dressed in the full thing beat the shit out of Virgil. Oh
0: my god! And then yeah. they
2: hung him. They hung Virgil. They hung him over the rope. It's awful. Yes, it's so it's bad. Almost, yeah, almost
3: as controversy yeah, count, as like
2: Cowboy like, Bret Hart. The, <laughs>
3: yeah the the only thing that I could think of that was more like like controversial was uh, Sandman
2: like being crucified.
3: So yeah. You guys
2: remember that? Yeah, like, I was like, Kurt, Kurt Angle was at, was at ECW that night and he, okay. And as soon Number as it two. happened, he turned to them and he goes, I don't want anybody to ever mention. I was here. I will sue you. And he walked out. He was no going to sign. He was going to sign with ECW. And he oh, left damn. as soon as they, cru- which is funny. Cause he went to WWE and then fucking. Yeah. Undertaker did the same thing to Austin. <laughs> Yeah. Right, right,
0: right. <laughs> so, was this yeah. Nightheart one like, like post WWE run or like before yeah. that?
2: It was post. So this yeah. is
0: holy shit. That's awful. Yeah.
2: Here, yeah. Let me see if wow. I can find it. Yeah, there's a video of it, but um, I just
3: remember him wearing like the hood. I can't remember the whole get up, but I remember he it took, distinctly
2: he, he, he wore the whole thing. I watched it last night. It's the only reason I know okay. about it. And he took it off, and he was wearing his his regular pink and black thing. And he beat the shit out of out of Virgil, and him and his buddy hung him over the rope. Wow, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who Jesus comes up Christ. with these ideas? I F- think so. That was like yeah. uh, that was like when Jim Cornette used to take New Jack and make him look like he was a actual like criminal gang member. And he would and he would like threaten to like do things to people's daughters and stuff like smoky mountain was fucking crazy. Cornette's crazy. Cornette's crazy. Yeah. Cornette, That's
0: crazy. No, it is his, his whole Hogan lies thing is hilarious.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't, if yeah, wrestling fans, any, you know what? You don't even need to be a wrestling fan. Look up the Jim Cornette experience and there's a Hulk Hogan episode where all they do is read Hulk Hogan stories that are just total bullshit and it's it each one is funnier than the last one like it just keeps it like they 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 rounded it up perfectly to where like it just keeps getting funnier and funnier like just the fucking nonsense that he makes up so the wwe actually did ninja turtles as well yumper they never they they never got on tv but they used to dress them dress them up like ninja turtles and wrestle they wore that's like awesome. backpacks. I don't know how they were wrestling with backpacks. Maybe there's just orange
1: Cassidy. One of them was Dwayne Gill, I think. Yeah, and the, the
0: Toxic
2: that's, Turtles. Was, yeah, toxic, oh, Okay, it was, and it was. Uh, it's probably Dwayne Gill in uh, the Brooklyn Brawler because that's what they did with Brooklyn Brawler. They just gave memory. That's
0: gimmick. Me, which one's more of a gimmick infringement? That or the uh, Arachnaman in WCW? <laughs>
3: I... Dude. Somebody... So I just, I just, somebody... I just sent the picture to the chat.
2: Did somebody say arachnaman?
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> holy shit.
2: Yeah. There's like a whole video of it on YouTube, too. So but yeah, Arachnaman. We, we're not even drafting Arachnoman, but I feel like we have to talk about him for a second here. They got sued by uh by Stanley WCW.
1: <laughs> Do they really?
2: Yeah, that's Brad Armstrong as Arachnoman. Yeah. And they got sued, so he had to they had to take him off the TV. <laughs> He used to do the stance and everything when he oh, yeah. like he'd go on the top rope and do like the Spidey thing. Uh, WCW
1: had a lot of those. I, like, yep. like how uh, how he like Glacier never got uh, yeah. got stricken from anything for for Mortal oh, Kombat.
0: Shit.
3: Mortal Kombat?
1: Oh yeah,
0: Glacier was. 73 of Goldberg's 160 wins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, they prom- they promoted the shit out of it because Eric Bischoff had a boner for fucking ninjas and karate bullshit. Yeah. Um cuz he was I mean le- he was a legit karate like fighter um before right. before he got to AWA even. Um Eric Bischoff, but but yeah, he was just so obsessed with uh with ninjas and that fucking nonsense. But hey, you know what? It 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 that whole thing gave uh gave Chris Canyon a push. And that guy that guy is one of the best wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. So um I kept seeing
0: Mortis pop up on worst gimmicks. I thought that was gimmick was great.
2: That was a great fucking gimmick, and it was yeah, I thought I was
0: surprised to see that.
2: Both him both him and both him and uh Wrath were great. But but yeah, Yeah. Glacier Glacier just they they oversaturated the shit out of him, and then when he got there, they're like eh. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a nice sweep kick. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh man! Yeah, sinister minister James Mitchell,
1: snorting coke on snorting <laughs> coke T- at the T- NWA
2: shows. <laughs> <laughs> they lost their TV deal because of that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Shanks. During your last two here.
0: All right. Um, so the worst profession. Guy only was on WWE one time. He had one match uh, from stories about burned down gorilla position, and then his gimmick was a uh, magician, Fantasio.
1: <laughs> I ever seen pictures of that.
0: Yeah, stole was a magician. Like stole uh, the one match he stole the who his opponent and the uh, referee's underwear. <laughs>
2: Bruce I Pritchard I had a talks picture about him. Of him. I guess I didn't. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, Bruce Pritchard talks about him almost burning down backstage area because he was blowing fire doing some shit, and he uh, just about burned down that backstage area. <laughs> yeah. We uh, had one match on TV. We had one match on TV, and then he was done.
2: <laughs> Never seen again. Fantagio. <clears throat> Hopefully, I can spell it right. I think that's yeah, right. I
0: remember seeing that when that first came out, and then yeah, seen, they and they promoted
2: out. it on Raw for a little bit for a few weeks. They had like vignettes for it, and it was yeah. just I think it was just like I think it was just like the mask on the floor with like a spotlight on it.
1: Um, v- vignettes have been like an Achilles heel for for some wrestlers. Like, do you remember it, the is uh, a perfect example of that? Yeah, like or it's either you know too much or like it, things don't sync up. Like there was like uh tenille dashwood was still emma i think and she was transforming from emma to emma lena and it took a year like almost a year like every every other week oh she's turning next week or she's turning next week and then finally she did just for them to scrap the entire new like princess gimmick and then have her go back to being just regular emma before promptly releasing her and then they did the same thing with uh with Veer Mahan, where Veer, beer, Veer yeah. was near every every week, and uh, Lars is lurking for that Lars Sullivan character that never yeah. came back. Apparently
0: he was <laughs> not <Yeah>. on <honestly>. screen. <laughs>
2: well, and then on the other the other end of that, you have like Mister Perfect. Those were the greatest vignettes ever. Million, oh, million Dollar Ray, Man, Razor Ramon too had no. really good yeah. ones. Um, but yeah, the the those are the of, three. Carlitos were
1: pretty good too leading up to him. Carlitos you? were
2: phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. We're eating
1: eating the apple. Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah. yeah, the ones, like you said, the Razorball evolved the Mr. Perfect and the Million Dollar Man of the three that I really mm-hmm. another one that was bad that I just watched when we were talking about this was uh leading up to it was Outback Jack. About how bad he was terrible,
2: terrible wrestler. They actually made an <laughs> action figure of Outback Jack and he was there for like a month.
0: <laughs> promoted him basically it was like promoting a job or he, did, did, he I, didn't well,
2: even know how to wrestle, like he had no he had no training at all, and they just brought him in because like oh crocodile dundee is popular. Like, <laughs> <you know>? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh shit. by the way, I love Emma that she's great, she's one of the best female wrestlers on the planet, she never gets any credit. So
1: very, very good.
2: All right, you got your Ed Leslie, buddy.
0: Got to go, Booty Man. The was,
2: Booty yeah, Man.
0: Yeah, I it was between him and was uh, I don't want. Uh, I there's only well, one there's one. only
2: one left. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was either him oh. or Zodiac. So that's Booty Man in the middle there. Um, <laughs> yeah, when he when he when he when he turned on the the Dungeon of Doom, he showed up with. DDP's wife as the booty man. Yeah. And then he was the booty man for like for a while. He was there for like a year as the booty man, I believe. And then when Hogan turned, Ric Flair and everybody beat the shit out of him and he disappeared and he came back as a disciple. So Oh dude.
3: And it was so bad. All he really did was just like cut out his ass out of his regular tights. You know right.
2: it was like- <laughs> he, he basically was Brutus beefcake, but without the shears. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes. yeah Yeah. He was a terrible uh, dancer.
0: Like so you had a guy who had a built-in gimmick. I mean even if he didn't use the barber, just brutus beefcake, just I mean why change it over all those years? You know, you had the same gimmick and but yeah, that guy went through so much. He went through I don't know who went through more, him or Kevin Nash.
2: Kevin Nash went through a lot. Vinny yeah, Vegas, Oz. Master Oz. Blaster, Oz. Yeah. I've got, I've got. Oz is got.
1: ridiculous.
2: So here's Oz. Mm-hmm. If anybody doesn't know what that is, they, they Kevin Nash, who was one of the biggest wrestlers in the late nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, they dressed him up as the all powerful Oz. He wore like a rubber mask, yeah. and then that was it him when he it took it off. <laughs> yeah. Best
0: gimmick was Super <laughs> Shredder,
1: the Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah, he was Super yeah.
2: Shredder in the in the Secret of the Ooze.
1: His music played, the WCW Kevin Ash music played while this scene was going on in the background of that scene. It's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I never noticed that.
2: All right, Dougie. Worst gimmick match.
3: All right. So this was another one that was a huge toss-up. My 1-1 was uh, Brawl for All. Um, But I have one, another little obscure thing. Uh, The TNA Lockbox Challenge. I don't know if you guys are aware of this matchup or not, but it was, it involved eight women wrestlers. And, uh, when you pinned one of your opponents, you got a key to a lockbox. Okay. So four keys were given out after four pinfalls. And there were, yes, there were four different things. So the current women's champion was there and she actually won one of the keys. So the four prizes that you could get out of this box was a one a tarantula, two, the women's championship belt, an open contract, or you had to go into the ring and strip tease for the audience. So those were your four. Was this like choices. was
2: this early?
3: W, was this early TNA? It, it was early TNA. Okay. Yeah. It was, was it was like, like they were trying to be? Okay, they were trying to be super edgy, like you know, like. Attitude era type style. Um Vince Russo. So yeah. So they go or whatever, and the first, the uh, the first woman or whatever, she gets uh the spider. Uh the second one gets the open contract. And then the third one, who was not the champion, opened it up and got the belt. So that's how the champion lost her belt oh, via man. not picking the right box. Okay. <laughs> And then the champion at the time had to go strip tease. I believe that was the order now. But needless to say, worst gimmick match ever because the champion lost her belt just because she didn't pick the right key in right box.
2: Terrible. That's yeah, that's, that's fantastic storytelling. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. It's it's dude. hard to believe that company's still open twenty years later. So kind of like oh, yeah. the
0: early rendition of the was it the feast or fired. Yeah, that that, those yeah. are okay,
2: those were okay. I thought that yeah, was kind of yeah. yeah, kind of unique, but but yeah, there's a impact- fucking spider in the box.
1: <laughs> or it's back, yeah, to, Tarantula. Yeah. It's back to being TNA now, but like I think that with when TNA went to impact to you know, Anthem and impact everything that is now, is that they've been very fortunate to have the right amount of money change hands between people that do stuff for them for the good for like good or bad, all throughout their entire their yep. entire run. I'm a little concerned with them now with getting rid of Scott Damore. I don't understand. Other than like the business angle, I guess, of it. But some of that stuff in TNA was awful, dude. Just so bad. Yeah. I think
0: we we did I bought one pay-per-view
2: of theirs and it was the one where uh I think it was uh please tell me it's the one where Jeff Hardy was fucking stoned out of his mind.
0: No, it was this I the one I remember it because I think it was uh America's Most Wanted. I guess maybe it was Team Canada, but it was when Elix Skipper was walking across the top of Triple X.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so when he was walking across, that's the an curve. early
2: one. That's an early one. That's yeah. like one of their first like handful of pay per views. That's a good one. But that's what
0: I remember. Yeah, because I remember it, and the AMW was just they were awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Storm
2: it. is James Storm is a great tag team wrestler. He, he had yeah. a couple of really good teams. Beer Money, yeah. Beer Money Inc was a good one. Yeah. yeah, TNA TNA is fun, and then it wasn't fun when Hogan and Bischoff took over. And yeah. they had a couple of good ideas, but they didn't execute them right. And they gave all the they gave all the creative juices to um, to Wayne from the Wonder Years. And uh, <laughs> I wish I was kidding, but literally, Jason Hervey was the executive producer of Impact Wrestling. Kid from um, Back to the Future for a number of years. Yeah, he was in Back to the Future.
0: Yeah.
2: It's TV, it's TV, the show's brand new. <laughs> yeah. oh, two television sets. <laughs>
1: I think it's like yeah. the worst gimmick match. Is that like I I before like I do Brawl for all was gonna be my one of one just of how recklessly stupid and and you know how much oh, it I put know. talent at risk and stuff. But like even like the like the Punjabi prison match, which is just like you can't Where, see anything going on at all. Even that, you guys, uh, the visual it? of it was actually kind of cool. But yeah, it was.
2: Did
0: you guys go it, to that one at the Allstate? No,
2: yeah,
1: no. Yeah, all he's he's I can
0: hear is I went yeah. to that one against, with him against Batista. It was fucking terrible.
2: Yeah. Well, what that guy couldn't now? wrestle at all. Uh, um, the Kali. Kali. Yeah, Kali couldn't, yeah, great Kali. couldn't, couldn't work. <laughs> so, my
3: my one buddy uh, does like, he's like head of security at the Allstate. He said that the great Kali lit up the bathroom so bad before that match. He said that the backstage area smelled worse when he walked out of it than when they had like uh, the, uh, the circus there the week before and they had all oh the animal shit piling up yes they said that it was freaking rank yeah they actually had to send somebody out to the target across the street to try and find something to fumigate the backstage area
2: that's phenomenal in fact yeah <laughs> that's absolutely phenomenal all right uh cpg you still got your worst overall
1: uh i think one of the worst gimmicks i've ever seen is is festus which was uh doc Galloway's first, uh, Fourier on, on WWE television, he was a um, mentally challenged individual uh, at the start of the gimmick that only turned into an absolute raging monster after the bell rung. And if not, he would stand there and stoically stare off into space with his tongue out of his mouth, drooling everywhere. While this character, Jesse, who was his tag team partner would talk about how corn fed they were and nothing yeah. interesting with either one of them ever happened you and know my you know my i was 35 when he's like 23 there
2: yeah my my favorite part is how they explained later on the character was he's that gone. he had the alcoholism problem and cm punk saved him yeah, i was gonna say the that kid. was punk right yeah, yeah got
1: him got him off the stuff
2: but yeah that <laughs> like that's offensive like they've done they've done a few like i mean we could look at this guy yeah, Eugene, there's, there's yeah. another really offensive one too but um yeah Men- mental, mentally That's... handicapped. Uh, it's yeah. not. It's not a good gimmick.
0: <laughs> that was uh, wasn't that Terry Gordy's kid? Was he his partner?
2: Yeah, Ray Gordy. Yep. Yep. Terry Gordy was another terrible character as the executioner.
0: That was after his stroke or whatever he had on that plane yeah. or two.
2: Yep. All right, so festus That's a good one. That was on a lot of a lot of the lists I uh I was looking at yesterday and the the video I watched yesterday was um he was pretty high up there. He was like top like 10, 12, something like that. It's just so dumb. It's offensive too. Like that's like if if you notice all four of our worst overall gimmicks, they're all offensive. Yeah. Like Vince McMahon yeah. offended everybody throughout his whole run. <laughs> Run as Mr. McMahon, <laughs> and then we got a KKK member, a guy who's named after a a, a, a Nazi plan, and then a, a guy yeah. that's
0: just out of curiosity. I, I don't know if I do list but I was kind of surprised that we took the Shockmaster.
2: I think that's like a that's it was too easy, yeah, like
0: the low hanging fruit,
2: you yeah. know. And we'll talk about the Shockmaster for sure in the dump list. Like we have, you have to, you know, yeah. But uh, at Leslie gimmick, I am gonna go with um i you know i always thought it was funny before he became the zodiac he was the butcher yeah because he was the because he was the barber before he was the butcher like it was just so stupid and so like (laughs) it was it was like ah let's give him another let's give him another you know vocational gimmick um And all he did was like slick his hair back and wear sunglasses. And he was the butcher all of a sudden. He (laughs) went from being Brother Brutai, which was Hulk Hogan's like sidekick, to being the butcher. And then he was Zodiac, booty man, disciple. Like, What the fuck, man? He changed gimmicks like four four or five times in like two years. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm going to go with that one um i figure that's a that's an easy one zodiac was terrible too where he had like the like the alfalfa hair you know mm-hmm. um yeah he wore, he wore like a random was it face paint or a mask i can't remember i think it was face paint, uh, right? I, I believe was, paint. It was face paint and they brought in the earthquake and they called him the avalanche and then they changed the it shark, to the right? shark well he was the avalanche first and then they changed it to the shark like, yeah, the and shark. That, and then they shaved half of his head, and then he became John Tenta again. But he left half of his hair. So like this guy's going around. It's like it's a Tuesday, and you got to pick up groceries for the family. He's got half a head, half a head of right. shaved hair. It's fucking four hundred pound dude just walking around with like half a head, of, yeah. like <laughs> so like, so he- like he's completely bald on one side, and then like mostly bald on the other side, but like hairs coming up. Okay
3: dude so the commitment to his character with that whole thing because like I said that was like his baby in the whole thing and he kind of ran with it he you know his- he actually you know he actually uh got his tattoo redone yeah it went that. from a tiger to a to a shark yeah he had a cover-up of his one tattoo so he could throw a shark on his arm I was like that is wild man that's crazy um that reminded me of the uh the one dude that uh, wasn't told to do it, and I can't remember his name offhand. But he actually dyed his teeth like green, yellow. What was his name? And Vince absolutely loved it because he was like, he was like, oh shit! Like he actually like is like selling apart, but he actually dyed his physical teeth. Fuck! I'm trying to think of the name. I don't I'm remember that.
2: I don't remember that at all. And, yeah. You gotta try and look it up now. <laughs> um. Fun fact fun fact about him real quick, uh he's the only guy that ever uh stood up to Haku and lived. <laughs> no, really, like they got into it, they got into it in the locker room, like just to see who was tougher. Like it wasn't like they weren't like mad at each other. It wasn't like a but they beat the shit out of each other and they didn't and he didn't he didn't budge. He's the yeah. only guy he's the only guy that ever getting like knocked out by Haku. So hmm. he was a Yoko Schnitzel. Zuno. He was a badass. So you remember
3: Schnitzky or schn- Schnitzky? Schnitzky they, yeah. It wasn't, yes. yeah <laughs> it wasn't his fault.
2: It was yeah, it wasn't his fault. Yeah. He
3: actually, he like legitimately dyed his teeth like greenish yellow to like fit he, the role. He did,
1: he did anything they told him to do. He shaped off his hair, his eyebrows, his beard and everything for a run in ECW. That it was just gross. I think he was just grateful to have the gig. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. like I'll do whatever you need me to do as long as I can stay on TV. As long as i can stay at it and paid these guys yeah, make you know? know
1: yeah some of his right, uh, right. his post-wrestling interviews that he's done have been really good and insightful of like his like main motivation like and how like you know when he had to kick that baby he's like i don't want to do this <laughs> but yeah. all right you know
2: yeah. <laughs> i don't want to kick this baby it wasn't a real baby yeah <laughs> all right we want to get some uh, some dump lists together Oh, Let's yeah. start with anybody have any matches they wanted to talk about?
0: Uh the kennel, the
2: the one with the boss man
0: boss man, kennel from hell or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Oh um, the Abdul got... the Butcher getting that's, shot.
2: Yep, that's I was just queuing. that's so funny. I was just queuing that up. So that was the chamber of horrors. Yeah. yeah. It was a steel cage match, and the goal is to put your opponent into a literal uh a literal uh electrocution chair. electric yeah. chair oh my god yeah. and and electrocute your opponent so we had that one um
0: didn't he like just get up after that like he didn't like sell it
2: well it went it went off like the the handle didn't work like there was a handle on the wall and it just kept flipping back and forth so like it didn't even work to start it and then it started like automatically and like all these shocks are coming out the i mean obviously, they're not, obviously not electrocuting him but
1: yeah um <laughs> I, like how fucking silly is that shit the uh the bray bray wyatt randy orton house of horrors match was really stupid Terrible. and dumb because it was their kind of attempt to do kind of the cardi compound matches and stuff which are silly in their own right was that when uh, they set him on fire
0: or was that when the ring kept changing
1: or is that when they were well, That was in cena was the the fun house the, the fun house match where but it was orton wound up burning down bray wyatt's like shed at the end of it or, yeah. or, or, or leading up to it or some shit and it was he'd walk through the house and then he'd like either one of the Wyatt guys or bray would come out of a corner dark corner and grab them and they'd fight in like a maggot infested kitchen or some shit <laughs> like uh the uh, the child custody uh, ladder match for Dominic Mysterio, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. That, that was pretty bad. That was um, awful. I uh, even like just the uh, what about this one? Yeah uh, that that <laughs> was cool for TV. It was really bad in person. Like the visual is cool. Yeah. Well, that was his last match, right? Yeah, unfortunately,
0: they did something like that at a house show I went to or live event, I guess. Uh, like not like in February. Of that year, Of last year, I guess. It's
2: weird. It was cool. I mean, like I said, the visual was cool, but yeah. I got a couple. Yeah. So, um, have you ever seen the King of the Road match? Yeah, they got
0: fired for that, didn't they?
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Dustin got fired. The other guy didn't.
0: I, I thought got both fired. of them did.
2: No, Darso got repackaged as the go- the golfer guy. Just your hole in one. Yeah.
0: He had a couple good See, gimmicks. I,
2: he was the blacktop bully. No, because Dustin, Dustin bladed, and they told him specifically, you cannot blade yeah. uh, a moving vehicle. We will lose our insurance, and he did it anyway. Um, See, I thought both
3: of them bladed. Maybe I'm wrong.
2: I, th- I know he didn't get fired. That's the one thing okay. I definitely know. Um, but yeah, Dustin most certainly got fired for that. And Dustin was probably on his way out anyway. When Hogan came in, they got rid of a lot of the young good talent like him and austin and you know pillman they got rid of a lot of a lot of really good young i mean they they kind of dodged a bullet with the pillman shit but you know um and then i have the hog pen match it was yeah. awful there's henry godwin and triple h and this this match was all just one big punishment for the um curtain call the curtain call yeah so and then, I see a lot of people like this match. I always thought this was fucking stupid. Buried alive. Yeah. Uh,
1: like, silly.
2: Come on. Like I know, I know it's entertainment, not actual. Like they're not
1: actually killing someone, but like
2: the simulation of killing someone on wrestling is kind of stupid.
1: Like uh, uh, Baron Corbin throwing Rey Mysterio and uh, and Malachi Black off, off the, the top roof, of, off the roof. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they oh, no. came that out. was see, that Did was it.
2: fun to watch, but it was still stupid. That yeah. whole thing, the whole like fighting on the roof of Titan Towers.
1: Yeah, about the TNA's uh, reverse battle royal. Yep, where it's not about getting thrown out, it's about getting getting in. <laughs> it never made sense. I yeah.
2: TNA had good ideas and bad ideas. Cause like ultimate X was brilliant and I still don't know why other companies don't do that. Cause I think it's, I think that's pretty damn cool. Um, but yeah, they that was that was just awful. <laughs> then they have like the one where they monsters ball, where they like they lock them in a dark room and don't feed them for forty eight hours before they wrestle. It's like what
1: the fuck is this? Pco was great in that because he just stayed in the same position. He just stood there for for forty eight hours. It didn't take food or anything. He just stood there. So every time they cut to him, it's just him just standing there stoically waiting.
2: I remember Monty Brown was in one, and he was just like, huh, 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 huh. <laughs> He's in the back, and you're like, "What's <laughs> going on here?" Uh, so yeah, those were my so, those uh, were my matches.
3: Yeah, so I had a few others. Um, there was, uh, I believe, in '99 or '98, there was the uh, Rock and Sock versus British Bulldog and Val Venus, uh dog poop match.
2: So basically, yeah. I uh, see. I, basically, when I was reading that one the other day, I didn't even, I don't even remember that, honestly.
0: I remember yeah, that because I, like, well, he was going to give the people's elbow to the bulldog. He just like yeah. rolls off the
2: poop. That's yeah. Yeah. He was like, eh, no. Nah, so what was I'm the good. point of that match? Exactly. What was
3: the... the. Well, see, that was the whole thing. And if I'm not, I could be remembering it wrong, but, uh, I thought like it was supposed to be like once you get slammed in it, it's over, but then it didn't end right there. But then the rock didn't want to give him the people's elbow and basically just walked out of the ring and the ring, it was over. If I remember it correctly. So it was a now, terrible was that, match.
2: Was that uh was that blue jeans wearing British Bulldog era? No, it was. It was, yes. Yep. He could barely yep. he could barely get to the ring at that point. Like yeah. his back was so bad. Um right. Um, another one I had ultimate warrior, uh, the ultimate warrior door. That's what, that's what he fucked up his back (laughs) on. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, I'm just not a big fan of in general lumberjack matches. I think they're completely useless. They do absolutely nothing for me.
2: It's the only thing I remember of actual value out of that is it built the Mabel diesel feud. Okay. But that was, I mean, that was a terrible feud, but but still, like, that was, like, the only time they actually used a, a Lumberjack match where that actually led to something.
3: Yeah, it just always seems like, oh, just a weird mesh of, like, heels and baby faces, and it's like, you mm-hmm. know, like, it usually just doesn't work, you know, for me. Yep. Um, Another one was uh, the WrestleMania back alley brawl with Piper and Goldust. He gets run over I, by a car gets run over by a car then they show the O's, oj uh, chase scene you know <laughs> you're like you're like all right you
0: know okay. cameo by uh, jeff conway from Greece yeah yeah dude it's just like
3: all of those like going back to what you were saying the uh, house of horrors dude they they did that totally wrong so they showed that house of horrors when it was still daylight out and they're yep. like we're going live and it's pitch dark like like, guys, at least, you know, at least get your timing right. You know, you just showed, you know, I think if I'm not mistaken, they were like either in St. Louis or somewhere and they show like the downtown area like they always do. You know, like we're live here and whatever. And it's it's light out. And then they go over there and it's like live from the House of Horrors and it's pitch dark. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Can like, You guys <laughs> just get that right. You know, I think there's
1: like they're a did- terrible. Even the the boneyard match, I think, between Undertaker and AJ at Styles WrestleMania, I think it was called the boneyard match, which was like, yeah. kind of dumb for the same reason. It was a Metallica yeah. music video for half of it. And it was just, you know, all of these, uh, uh, I liked how people, like, they would randomly heal from injuries they just got because they were done in two separate takes and then mesh together later. Uh, I, I another one that I I almost went for the the, the gimmick match was uh, Randy Orton and John Cena versus the entire Raw locker room, where pins were no longer a thing. If they just hit their finisher, they were knocked out cold and they rolled out of the ring and went to the back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's, that's like that's like something you see in like AAA or like one of the Mexican companies because they never yeah. yeah like they don't they don't have tags and they don't have pins.
3: <laughs> so my one last one and i actually almost took this one today uh 1995 halloween havoc it was uh hulk hogan versus the giant and Ooh. it was a monster the truck the roof battle yep. yes on the roof monster truck battle which made absolutely no sense then ends up where they're like fighting towards the ledge of the roof and giant goes over hulk hogan's like oh my god trying to catch him Goes over the roof and then what? Like a half hour, forty five minutes wrestling. later, they're yep. wrestling. They're wrestling. He no, like you know, like oh, like you know, he just he walks out unscathed after falling off the roof to his potential death,
2: you know. Dude. And it's, so came
0: out like all black.
2: I, don't I remember, remember reading. It. I remember reading about that match or that that whole night and that whole thing happened was because they wanted to put the title on the giant. And some sort of sh- some sort of sm- schmoz, you know, like bullshit ending. But okay. Hogan needed to get over at some point that evening, and they had like the new WCW monster trucks, so that's why they did yeah. the whole thing. Wow, twelve-year-old <laughs> oh, baloney loved the monster truck match <laughs> 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 so bad. Uh Any other matches, guys? I never thought
0: any, like anything,
1: that. anything on a pole. I mean, it's yeah. just so dumb. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know who it was earlier. It was a Yump said Viagra on a pole. I vaguely remember that one.
1: Yep. Yeah. I think like any match oh. where like the consolation prize was a night with like one of the female wrestlers, or like I think that was one of the stipulation matches between Booker T and Kurt Angle. At one point, was that if Kurt Angle won, he got a night with with Charmel and It's just like gross that <laughs> this is what it's come to. <laughs> what
0: was it? Like um...
1: Jamie Noble and Billy Gunn over spending a night with Tori Wilson. <laughs> That's uh, really coal, disgusting, actually. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: The coal miners glove sting and uh, yeah, all, sting.
2: all the awesome matches they could have had. And it went on coal miners. glove You don't rig, match. It,
0: you don't, you don't rig it to get something better.
2: Yeah. Have a first it's, blood match. Have yeah. a yeah. And have the snake bite him. And that's how he gets bloody. Something like that. Like, what the fuck, man? Bill Watts was a moron. <laughs> that was like all that was all Bill Watts. And then he stole, and he stole all of Jay Roberts' money after that. <laughs> all right. All uh, right. Profession gimmicks. We got to talk about Duke Drosey for a second. Yeah. The good old dumpster. Oh, get,
1: get the the, uh, the toilet plunger to the face. Yeah. Is that uh, TL
2: Hopper, baby. No, that, that was that no, was TL Hopper. Oh, okay,
1: okay. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah.
2: That's my <laughs> Halloween costume next year. I'm gonna be TL Hopper. <laughs> We're gonna yeah. we're gonna shave a we're gonna shave a, a horseshoe in my head and I keep, keep the. Uh,
0: you? Got Abe Knuckleball Schwartz
2: queued up? Yeah, I didn't get a picture of him. Oh shit! Uh, give me a second. Yeah, that one was fucking stupid. That was another. That was a Steve Lombardi. Brooklyn that was a that, Brooklyn, was, a, that
0: yeah. was
2: a that was a Brooklyn brawler. Any of the uh, I don't guess it it's a profession. There he is. <laughs> That was about the same time the goon came around. Like they just yeah. felt the need to continue to keep doing shit like this. Yeah. So you got that. Yeah you, um, you the
1: the repo man. You got Sparky <laughs> plug. It <was> Bob
2: Holly. <laughs> yeah. That shit was stupid.
1: How, how do you like? How, how do you? Uh, it, it's got to be from a talent standpoint when you're handed this gimmick, be like, fuck. I got to wear a baseball painted <laughs> on my face and hopefully hopefully someone will like me enough to put me at the main event.
0: Yeah, you think I, you the know the career he had though Lombardi from like like 17, he was there from like early 80s till sometime in the 2000s.
2: Yep. He just got he just stopped working for them I think like within the like, last handful of years. Yeah. Well yeah, and you mentioned Repo man. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah, Repo man. What about
0: um <laughs> that's not a profession?
2: Yeah, they uh the everybody, everybody that's ever worked with Barry Darso says he's like the like the greatest guy ever. That's why they gave him they they didn't really feel the need to keep him around, but they were like, Oh, we'll just give you this gimmick. The only thing he ever did was steal the macho man's hat. Remember that? <laughs> I don't like literally know. he stole the macho man's hat and the macho man beat the shit out of him. That's <laughs> that's pretty much all the repo man did. He had the worst music ever. It was like, dude, 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 that Repo Man, <laughs> yeah,
3: Repo Man. Repo
2: like,
1: man. man. I think before he was yeah. Typhoon, he was the, the dude was tugboat, and it was just there. He, we go. Yeah, I was just, just about to cue it. Came up. out and just screamed every time he put his. his, yeah. his hey, basically, I, I would argue off that off. this
2: is one of those that was a terrible gimmick that got over because he fucking he main evented yeah. a SummerSlam in <laughs> that gear. He was Hulk Hogan's, Hogan's buddy.
0: buddy. Was the, you were Which... talking about Repo Man? It was I think it was at seventeen that they had the gimmick battle royal. Yep. I think when he comes out, Mean Gene says like, "He's like, you know, last year he got my mother-in-law," and like Heenan's response was, "The three years ago, everybody got your
2: mother-in-law," or something <laughs> like something to that effect. It was like the perfect line. Fucking Gene, and then obviously tugboat became. The shock master. So let's cue into let's cue into just worst overall gimmicks. We'll go with we'll go with those for a bit here. Um, for those of you that don't know what the shock master, <laughs> I, I think I'll explain it for a moment. So they brought this guy. So this was this is the same guy that's um, that's uh, this guy. This is the same guy. Yeah. So these two are the Typhoon. same person. Typhoon. So WCW brought this guy in to team with Sting and the British Bulldog the so forget forget what happens on his debut for a second here let's look at this this costume real quick he looks like he's wearing so that's like a furry vest and a pair of jeans and he has like a white he's like a white studded belt on and then he's wearing a literal stormtroopers helmet that has Mm -hmm. glitter all over it yeah did you think this was going to get over wrestling fans
3: <laughs> right out of the gates, one thing I want to point out is put a shirt on this dude because right. you know what? You've got the belt over this massive gut.
2: Right. You know, like it, to <laughs> me, it's it not comfortable. It. Those and that's and no I got shame. I got a couple I got a couple of bigger guys in the room here tonight. That's not comfortable, is it, guys? No, <laughs> oh, no. I, don't, I can't even wear a belt. That's dude. That's what I'm saying. Like. So, so, so anyway... Yeah, he's they, not intimidating up, anything. Right. So anyway, they come up with this grand idea to have him bust through the wall like the fucking Kool-Aid man. <laughs> they they test it in the pre-show and it goes out... It goes great. They blow up the wall, they put these little charges around, make it look like it's exploding and he walks through and everything's cool. So they rebuilt the wall and for some fucking reason they put a <laughs> 2 by 4 Dust, I've seen Dusty Rhodes talk about this. They took a 2 by 4 and they put it like 18 inches up the wall and then cool. here's what happens this is on a live show called flare for the gold yeah so here's what happens <laughs> he fucking falls through the wall the helmet comes off and you know who he is then obviously <laughs> you hear the bulldog go oh my god he fell like
3: like you Dude, hear the bull- I, I think I believe, I believe like the Bulldogs exact words were something like he fell on his ass or he busted his ass or something, dude.
2: (laughs) And then you hear Ric Flair go, oh no. no." (laughs) And then the word, and then it gets even worse from there. He starts to point, he starts to point at the camera and Ole Anderson has like the most over the top voice. He's like, so
3: you want a piece of me? Come
2: get me. I'm the
3: shop master. I'm here to shock you.
2: What the, like, and so then they just rolled with it at that point, and he became like the big tough guy that was a clumsy ox, and he'd always fall over, and he always, um, so they kind of rolled with it. But yeah, that's I'm gonna watch. Let's watch that again. Boom, (laughs) boom, Uh, down uh, and to the right.
1: So That's the, the shockmaster. Oh, like with all the terrible, like like there's been so many, and like the ones that you know are short-lived. Like, I remember uh Chavo Guerrero was Kurt, had transformed Kerwin himself White. into Kerwin White, yes. which was a he basically renounced his Hispanic heritage, dyed his hair bleach blonde, and came out dressed like a golfer. And he and was and a MAGA the- racist, yeah, and, and he was yeah. terrible. He feuded with the Mexicals, which, if it wasn't for who was playing the Mexicals, it would be extremely, extremely terrible. And the uh, and his caddy was Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, and that's where Dolph Ziggler came from. <laughs> well, after the the Spirit Squad. And,
2: and if you watch those those things over and over again, he like he says like racist things about like the like the like the like the, like the black dude on the golf course. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. Like what? Am, and this is what it was like 2004. Five two thousand eight. Yeah. I was
1: gonna say it, it 5, ended. It ended because Eddie ago. died. It ended. Yeah, definitely Eddie definitely died, definitely and definitely then they up. immediately were like, "We're not doing this." And they pivoted right back to. to <laughs> we can
2: We can't do this anymore. Yeah.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so keeping with the <laughs> uh, controversial,
0: controversial worst overall, uh, Joey Ryan and the Penis Suplex. Yep. Another well,
2: and and what what theory happened theory. to Joey Ryan too? Like it. It's it's almost as i it's almost as ironic as the Mr. McMahon stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah Eugene. Eugene's
2: really bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Eugene. That so that was that was Festus, but worse. I think honestly, like Festus was a terrible character, though. Like I agree. Like that was that's a really good draft you, pick. The only but...
1: reason why I went with Festus and not Eugene is that Festus like had like Eugene's character was created just to like absolutely like suffer where like at least with with Festus there was some sort of like light at the end of the tunnel, yeah like Eugene was never meant to be anything other than someone who was ridiculed made fun of exploited and and like it's terrible, terrible and
0: the thing with that is was it Nick dinsmore was like they're like top guy in o v w
2: that guy could go man that guy yeah. was great in the ring, yeah. And he was like, and he turned him into a novelty act. Yep. Yeah, Curry um,
1: Man.
2: Curry Man was so, Curry Man was, <laughs> Curry man was Daniels. Like, yeah, he got over too. That's what's funny. Like he was, he was huge that's in fun. Japan. Um, and then TNA, he actually like that character got over, which was kind of silly. I think Christopher I mean,
1: Daniels is fighting Curry Man at one of the GCWs that's coming up. <laughs> Curry man used to team up with
2: Shark Boy all the time, and that was like an awesome tag team. <laughs> when Shark Boy used to talk like uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin,
0: yeah, had the Vast.
2: Yeah, yep. All right, um, we got to rack the man. We already talked about him. I'm just going. I'm going through the pictures I have because I have a lot.
0: What About the misfits in action.
2: That General Huge Erection? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> GI General Bro. It's pretty bad. This is uh, this is actually Yumper's pick for worst overall gimmick on his list. That was Beaver Cleavage. Beaver Cleavage. Yeah. saw that guy. With, uh, saw that so, gimmick at debut. I met him at that's an indie the, show. He's the nicest the dude right? ever. Thrasher and Mosh, he's one of them, isn't he? His Mosh? Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: He was like so. The other guy was kind of like I saw them as the head bangers at an indie. Like I don't know, it was like ten years ago. Um, okay. he was so nice, and the other guy was just didn't want to be there. They took a really cool picture and I need to find it. They took a picture where they're both choking me, and it's it's yeah. it was really cool. But uh, next one we got Damien Demento,
0: guy main event of Raw against the, with the undertaker, the very
2: first episode of Raw, yeah. And then you take a guy with a great gimmick, like the one man gang, <laughs> and you oh, dude, you want to make fun of Dusty Rhodes, so you make Akeem the African dream. Oh, yeah. Dude, that,
0: that, his, i don't care his entrance song still goes dive soul bro <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah he love
2: And that and th- there's another terrible gimmick with slick what was slick supposed to be a reverend or a pimp pimp originally i believe and then he came back kind of kind of random um the ding dongs worst, <laughs> yeah. worst 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 tag team gimmick ever um yeah, so for, bad. for those that don't know these guys were in wcw obviously is by the by the image here um i don't know what the gimmick was exactly supposed to be but they kept a ring like a bell in the corner like mounted to the turnbuckle and they'd ring the bell whichever one was out on the apron would ring the bell while the other one wrestled oh <laughs> this is this is a bill watts right here That's so dumb <laughs> And then, you know, we talk about Lasertron in the pre-show. Um, I don't know if you, you had gotten here yet, CPG, but this is Hector Guerrero as Lasertron. <laughs> um, Man Mountain Rock. <laughs> he was phenomenal in WCW as Max Payne. Really, really good. Haven't seen, haven't seen that in forever. Shit. And then we got Max Moon. Now this picture Wait. is when is when Paul Diamond was Max Moon. Say, was, which,
0: which Max Moon? Paul Diamond? Yeah, or
2: this is the Paul Diamond, which was the second one. The original one was Conan. So, Paul Diamond Co- part of the
0: yeah. Orient Express.
2: Yep, and uh, Conan pissed everybody off in the locker room. He was kind of a dick, so he so he left, and that's when they gave it to to Paul Diamond. They spent. He used to have like. From what I understand, he used to have like all this gear on his arms. Like, they spent like 20 grand like building this, these like guns and shit to come out of his arms. And like, he was supposed to be like almost like a transformer, right? Right. Um, terrible gimmick that kind of worked. Let's go with Papa Shango. We got Papa Shango. There's another, we could, we could have done, we could, we could have had a Charles Wright gimmick. Uh, true. Oh, yeah. Section of this draft.
0: This one, the,
2: Kama. the, good, Kama, the Supreme Fighting Machine, Kama Mustafa, the Godfather, the Good Father,
1: Right to Censor. I mean, that was a that was like a that was crazy. I remember because like Val Venus was in Right to Censor. I think at one point did they yeah, turn Ivory. Uh,
2: well, yeah. and that was after that was after Val Venus and the Godfather were called were a tag team for a while called Supply and Demand. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> really, <laughs> so brilliant. <laughs> they should have kept that going. Here's Another, here, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, here's number one on a lot of lists and I that I looked at.
4: Mantar. Mantar.
2: That's Mick Foley's most hated gimmick, too. Mick Foley said Mantar is the worst gimmick ever. He he remembers watching it on TV, going, How the fuck can I get on TV? and you got this guy. So
0: yes. <laughs> what about um same time frame, Fryer Ferguson?
2: Friar, Bastion Booger. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. yeah Bastion Booger.
3: So yeah.
2: Friar oh. Ferguson got, um, they had to get rid of that gimmick because the Catholic church bitched about it. Really? That funny. Um, yeah, yeah. That's how they, that's, that's why they created uh Bastion Booger. They made it even I more could. offensive.
0: Yeah. The one that I think gimmick that got over again was a commitment was honky tonk man. Cause I think if you give that to a lot of people, they don't, you know, embrace that like he did. I mean, he lived, still does live that gimmick. I mean, he's still got that sideburns in the hair.
2: Yeah, guy's so like nuts. 30 years, <laughs> later, <laughs> he would, years later. He would, he actually got, um, the only reason he got signed by the WWF is because Hogan, like, begged Vince McMahon to sign him. Vince became... McMahon a baby face, too. Yep. That was kind of weird. Yeah. No reaction <laughs> yeah. to the crowd. Right, he only worked as a heel. Um we got PN News, the rap master. <laughs> he didn't rap, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he never rapped. Um and he was a whole, he, he was a big dude. He was he was like agile, but he was a terrible wrestler. It was like watching it was like watching uh, the Funkasaurus wrestle. No, bad, oh yeah, it.
0: that was terrible. Yeah. W just as a general Tyrus is getting... a <laughs> Is that right?
2: Is that you talk about
1: Tyrus? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then we yeah. talk about Durag. seven for a second. Do Do-rag, Vince? We got Waylon Mercy. These are, <laughs> these are just the ones I grabbed, and I, I saved the, the la- my favorite two for the last two here. We got uh, Yoshi Kwan, who was Chris Champion, um, and they they just gave him like bigger eyebrows to make him look Asian and he and he dressed up like he dressed up like Bruce Lee because he wore like the white socks with like the black the little black shoes and he wore like black pants, you know like that's like dragon that. Bruce lee basically
0: that looks like was it is it shown off from uh
2: <laughs> 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 that look kiss, like? kiss ma converse <laughs> yeah, shown off
0: from last dragon
2: and then i have i have two graphics for the my my favorite now i got i got heated and that's why I took the ultimate solution um this is the worst gimmick of all time.
0: Yeti. <laughs> yeti yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not yeah, the yeti. Man.
2: It's not the yeti. What is it? What it what did what did Tony Schiavone call him? The Yutai. The
0: Yutai.
2: <laughs> and then all he did, he made one appearance. He came to the ring, and him uh, him and uh, him and Hulk him and the Giants uh pumped Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. So he's a Yeti, which is a Abominable snowman, basically. Right. Yeah. Why is he a fucking mummy?
0: Wasn't that
2: uh... it was Ron. <laughs> was, it? It was Ron Reese?
0: Yeah, the wall, right? Yeah. Or no,
2: no, okay. no, no. Ron, uh, big, 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 uh, big. Ron Stud, Big John Stud's son.
0: Oh, okay. He was Reese with the flock, right?
2: Right. Reese was in the flock, and the, um. Now this guy ended up doing this gimmick this one time, and he never came back. And then a month later at World War III, he was dressed as a ninja, and they called him the like the mega giant ninja or something like that. And he didn't know karate or kick or anything like that. He was just like an eight-foot-tall dude that I don't know. I'm gonna leave this, I'm gonna leave this video on. We'll just keep we'll just keep watching him. <laughs> what is he doing?
3: Uh he's obviously plugging in. Where the are the bag.
2: Gi- where are the giants' hands as as opposed to Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying to feed it. You know.
3: Yeah. Come on, I guess put, so. come on,
2: put it in. Put it in. I got him. I got him. <laughs>
3: Team Teamwork is dream work. <laughs> um, I actually have one. Uh one, Mike fun. Awesome as a fat chick. Seventies to... the... <laughs> guy.
2: That seventies, yeah. Mike Dude. and Mike Awesome was amazing in the ring. Like he was
3: <laughs> awesome, but man, did they? They killed him with the, uh, yeah. the whole chubby chaser roll, dude. It was it was pretty bad.
2: I uh, I saw him win the uh, ECW championship live. Odeum at the yeah at the Odeon. Yeah, that's
3: oh, a good yeah. show.
0: That's a perfect way to describe that video, Maloney, with uh, lazy Eiffel Tower. <laughs>
2: <The> Eiffel Tower. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh boy.
0: But yeah, I mean, they, but they also killed Sandman with his hardcore hack and that rich kid Raven gimmick thing.
2: I thought the Raven yeah. gimmick was good in WCW. Man, they just didn't they they just didn't have the creative to to keep going with. I don't know. And then, like next thing you know, there's like thirty two dudes following him to the ring, and it's like Scotty
0: Riggs giving people the clap.
2: <laughs> yeah, that guy named Sick Boy, they never let do anything, and he's like he was like one of the most talented wrestlers on the planet, and he never got to really wrestle. Like that guy was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: shit.
2: He had a really good Raven had a good run with DDP. That was a good feud. But but yeah. Stevie Rich Stevie Richards is dancing Stevie Richards in WCW and he never danced.
0: What about um speaking of dances? What was it? Uh three count? Is that what they were called?
1: Yeah. So was, Remember, yeah, Shane Helms and
0: Evan Courageous.
1: Eric, yeah, Hurricane yeah, Hel- yeah Hurricane Helms. Cor- and Abbott then uh Shannon that. Moore, I think, right?
0: Shannon Moore, yep, and then Tank Abbott.
2: And then yeah, take Tank Abbott was obsessed with them. That that I, th- <laughs> I always thought that was funny, but yeah. Tank Abbott and WCW didn't work. Yeah, no. Especially, especially when Rick Steiner knocked his ass silly.
0: Um Another bad one was um, Berlin.
2: Yep, yep, that's so funny. Yumper said Alex Wright yeah. just as you were saying that. Alex Wright could go, man. That guy yeah. was really yeah. good. Um, I, I don't think you could come over here from Europe and be a professional wrestler and not be phenomenal. Yeah. Can you, th- can you think of somebody that came from England or Germany or, or...
0: Ludwig Borgo?
2: Good one another <laughs> i stand corrected
0: huge yeah, racist
2: that guy was a horrible person yes he was.
0: <laughs>
2: absolutely horrible human being i think they did uh they're doing a um i think they're doing a uh dark side of the ring one on him oh really oh, no. yeah he in... he he became like a huge politician um he had like a or...
0: nazi tattoo on him somewhere mm-hmm. I think.
2: Oh, yep. awful. Yeah, he was he was a he was a terrible terrible person, but uh, and a person of influence in Den Denmark or like, something like that. Yeah, wherever the fuck he was from, Sweden.
1: Sweden. Durag yeah. Vince was pretty bad. You got him dropping racial slurs on TV, and like just absolutely for no reason, pu- punishing Bobby Lashley and, and, and like all kinds of terrible things. The interaction with Cena, I remember being like, I can't believe that was on TV. I'm still amazed Lashley came back after all that bullshit. Oh yeah. <laughs> so gimmick, gimmick that worked.
2: Um, more terrible gimmick that worked. Would you, would you say Disco Inferno?
1: Yeah, because that that definitely withstood like.
0: Not if you ask Cody Rhodes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, he's a dick. You got to put that to the side. Like, he's not a good person, but. Um... But yeah, and then and then after after Waltman left WCW, he became like Scott Hall's drinking kick-around buddy, and that that got him over even more for a bit there. I mean, they put him in the they put him in the uh, Wolf Pack.
0: That's right. Everybody was in that
3: though.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. um
3: shit, just have a- so we're we're doing terrible gimmicks that got over right.
2: Yeah, if you have any so, other in mind,
3: Shark yeah, Boy. Uh,
2: Shark Boy's a good dude. one.
3: Uh, Moppy, Perry Saturn. Oh, yeah. I, that I got over mean, so big. I love I Perry Saturn, had.
2: man.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, another one that I had on the list was uh, the List of Jericho. That got over pretty hard. And that was supposed to be kind of, you know, just like Silly. a little stupid yeah. thing. Yeah, became a whole big thing.
1: You know the the dashing um, Cody Rhodes where he was like he'd come out there and he'd be like, I have been transformed in this absolute disgusting creature and he's wearing like a, a mask you can see through and there's no damage on him at all whatsoever. And like it, it's <laughs> so it's so stupid and shouldn't have worked, but it's so funny because he like that small detail of not being able to see the uh the like his the being able to see his face or whatever just made it that much funnier.
2: Yeah. Right. This is a good one from
1: Yumper. Um,
2: that's Mohammed Hassan. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Italian. He was an Italian guy that played a, a Muslim terrorist. Um, well,
0: you want to? well we're on Italians, who played some? They're not Chief Jay Strongbow playing being yeah. an Italian guy being playing in India.
2: Hey, everybody that everybody in everybody in wrestling history that played a Russian.
0: Yeah. You know, Ivan
2: Koloff was from Canada, and Nikita Koloff was from like <laughs> North Carolina or Minnesota. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Barry the Darso. Arizona.
2: Yeah, Barry Darso was Killer Khrushchev. Yeah. Uh,
0: another one.
1: Turning turning Heidenreich into a fucking road warrior. That I like I never thought that was, that was gonna actually get there. It's so bad because the Heidenreich character itself is terrible.
2: Well he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't work. Like he was terrible in the ring.
1: Yeah, and I just don't yeah. I don't know how they they were able to To get that to where, like one, they got you know Lornidas to agree to it, and then two, like to to actually do it, and and they got over with that, which is crazy.
3: Yeah. Uh, More more recent gimmick, uh, Damian Mizdow.
1: That yeah. That guy's just a talented
3: dude. Yeah, dude. It was it was just. It was man, his stunt double. I mean, it was just gold, man. I mean, like he's basically outside the ring fighting
2: nobody. You know, like <laughs> that was, yeah, that was just gold. <laughs> oh yeah, but, yeah. Uh...
0: He, I
2: always thought I thought he would. I thought he would go on to bigger and better things, and then he just didn't. He's. I I think he still works for Billy Corgan.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or even like a, a Judgment Day. Like Judgment Day and Inception was awful, especially when they got rid of Edge. When they got rid of Edge. It's like, okay, what is this supposed to be then? And then it wound up just being like a bunch of dorks trying to be the NWO. And then they added Rhea Ripley, and then it was like over. Then you know, well, I, and
2: you got to give Dominic some some credit yeah. too. I I know I I've I've been bashing that guy for years, and he really Indeed. helped get that whole thing over.
1: Yeah, I've never but yeah. Ria was the Ria like was that. the spark plug for sure. Yeah, like I've never seen someone get booed like that. Like it's it's deafening the guy he can't even say anything and he's getting he's getting booed even for just showing up it's insane if it's he like, gets a little bit bigger
2: he can be a superstar i i it kills me to say that honestly because i still i'm still like uh but that guy that guy could run that guy could be the top heel in the business if uh he's got to get a little bigger though
3: yeah, and he needs to put down the six one nine because that is just—that's an accident waiting to happen. Because he, he just gets that body in motion, and it's like limp dick right over the ropes, you know? Like,
2: <laughs> how is he so tall too, man? Rey Mysterio is like two feet tall. It's all of uh, Eddie G- Eddie Guerrero. It's the, well, Eddie Guerrero wasn't tall either. <laughs> Speaking
0: of bad matches, <laughs> with yeah, with custody of Dominic.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Dominic on a pole. I have a couple of lists, real quick. Um, yeah. Our guy Baloney put the Mexicos as a. <laughs> I don't care about the racial ins- 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 <laughs> insensitivity. <laughs> Their lawnmowers were shitty. <laughs> terrible gimmick got over Santino Morella. That's a great one.
1: Yeah, that's a really good pick. Like
2: profession gimmick, Mountie. Yeah, fuck canon. I agree. The man with no name. Worst gimmick match. I agree with that one, too. That was terrible. It was uh, Kenny Omega and Moxley in the you know, exploding death <laughs> match. Yeah.
1: Where nothing happened, but somehow Eddie Kingston was still concussed after
2: it. <laughs> oh, God. And then Yumper gave us a list. And I already mentioned uh, Beaver Cleavage. Um, And then he mentioned, got over Damien Sandow. So, professional gimmick. This is a great list. Judy Judy Bagwell on a pole. Disco disco Duck for Prop. I don't even remember that, honestly, that much. That was Disco Inferno brought a duck to the ring. Was that right?
1: I I have no idea. I
2: don't even really remember all that. Um, I kind (laughs) of checked out for a while there on uh, wrestling at that point.
0: There's another one. like We saw the worst overall when he did the slaughter gimmick back in '91. Ninety-two with the Iraqi sympathizer, another that was bad one.
2: Hey man, they yeah. that that killed that killed that company so bad they had to move WrestleMania into like a shitty little arena from yeah, uh, the, Col- the, Colise- the coliseum. coliseum. Yeah, yeah,
0: safety reasons, my ass.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They said it was because he was getting death threats. Death threats. Yeah, wasn't it the it was same nonsense. night that
0: like the war? Literally, the war started. It was like the ninety, was like a Royal Rumble or something when he won the title.
2: No, the war had already started, but it's I think it, it I think it started ramping up when we, more. When we or when the USA joined
0: or something, I thought it was something like that, but yeah, that was another terrible gimmick.
1: I'm gonna put that back yeah, on burning burn the flag. <laughs> the, the the zombie on the inaugural episode of ECW on sci-fi who just got just came out and moaned into a microphone and then was immediately just had his head taken off by a kind of <laughs> <Mike>, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. Sandman yeah. killed that guy. That whole, yeah. that, that, like, I would, I would say the entire WWE-ification of ECW, um, was a bad gimmick. Like, the whole thing. You had the lit, you had the, you had, uh, Kelly Kelly trying to strip every, every five minutes. And, uh, yeah, it was okay. Like, Mike Knox was in there all mm-hmm. the time. Like, I'm like, I don't buy that. And then you had, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, as a, as a vampire,
1: uh, Oh yeah, it was uh, Kevin Thorne. Kevin Thorne, yeah. I that guy I had a couple. I, yeah.
0: What was his other one? Was it uh, Mordecai? Mordecai, thank you. Yeah,
2: that was a terrible gimmick. The white, the basically the white Undertaker.
0: He was yeah. coming to
1: purify everybody. Yes. Yeah. Awful.
0: Another gimmick I, that got over. The... Speaking of Gangrel, another yeah. gimmick that got over. Yeah.
2: That was all. That was all based on his entrance. If he didn't have that entrance, he wouldn't have gotten anywhere. Yeah. That whole like rising up from the,
0: yeah, the music, everything
1: worked for that. The yep. music's so good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we got introduced to uh, Christian through that. Edge had yeah. already debuted, but Christian came in. Right. All right. Well, goddamn it, this was a hell of an episode, guys. This yeah, was, it was a... fun. Yeah. Good time. I always love talking wrestling. So anytime you guys want to do a wrestling one, just tell me. Like I. Like this is the, this is the topic where I literally have to, I don't have to do any research at all. Like I'm such a <laughs> dork for it that, yeah. um, it just all, it just all shoots out of my brain. Um, at least until I, you know, until I lose my, until I lose my mind at some point, which is going to happen, but still got, still got a few years, but, uh, but yeah, anytime you guys want to come on and do a wrestling one, definitely, uh, definitely let yeah. me know, um, Dougie, do you have anything you want to plug?
3: Uh, so I am, uh, one fourth of the Chicago sports bums. We got a uh, Monday night podcast at uh, nine o'clock on the YouTubes it's eight and, o'clock uh, now. Oh yeah. I'm, fuck dude. It's so ingrained in my brain. Thank you. Yeah, 8 <laughs> 8 o'clock right now. I better show up on time tomorrow. Shit. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah. Right so. on. And then opening, opening day, you guys are doing, uh, uh, tailgate. Yeah.
3: yeah we're going to be doing our whiskey at Comiskey's. Um, and, uh, actually a little spoiler alert tomorrow, we're going to be, uh, announcing all of them. So, oh, cool. Yeah. So we're those gonna are the only games I'm going to go to this year. I am with you. I am with you. <laughs> I, I believe the, uh, well, I mean, they already said, but, uh, one of the, one of the games is, uh, the Cubs game on Saturday night. I think that night, cause I am not a big fan of going to those games. Mm-hmm. I will probably tailgate and leave. We you and I so. can just hang out in the
2: parking lot all game.
0: So that sounds game. good to me. I'm gonna be in up in Chicago for that weekend, yeah. so I'm trying to go to that game. That Saturday okay. it was August 10th, I think. Cool. Yeah. Dude, you gotta swing by the tailgate, man.
3: Hell Definitely.
2: Man. Oh yeah. Right on. CPG, you got anything you're working on for the blog or
1: uh, I've got some stuff coming up as we get closer and closer to WrestleMania. Please read the uh Cody's road to WrestleMania very article. Good. That's pretty much recaps uh everything that he's done uh since returning to WWE uh from uh WrestleMania 38 to uh a couple weeks ago. Sweet. Very
2: cool. Right on then WrestleMania. What, what what date is WrestleMania six, sixth seventh? Seven. Sixth and seventh. Okay. So we still got we still got about six weeks. Um it's been, it's been interesting to say the least with, uh, with the rock and all that bullshit. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. <laughs> right. Right. We'll have to all hang out for WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Well, we're, uh, we're wrapping up here. I, uh, I'll be back next weekend. I, I I'll keep an eye on the, tw- on, on uh, the show's Twitter account. Um, at getting drafty pod, I will announce what the next episode's going to be, what the topic's going to be. Um, I'm actually working on a couple of different ones right now. Um, Throughout the month of March, I'm going to be doing pretty much just baseball uh, drafts. So I have a couple lined up, one of which is going to be with Josh Nelson and Herb Lawrence again, like I did last year. So that'll be a fun one. Um, I got Mitch Kaminsky coming on from pinwheels and Ivy and uh, uh, sports mockery. So that'll be good. Um, So yeah, that's it. We'll wrap up uh, episode 37. Thank you. Thank you, Shankster. Thanks, Dougie. Thanks, uh, CPG, for being on. Thank you. And we are out of here. Thanks a lot, guys.